Well, hello and welcome to podcast number 12. Uh, for your regular listener, listener there, we have had a bit of a gap. Yeah. Because uh, it's been strange old times and I think we've been wondering what to uh, to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um, so today, um, Mayor Rose has, has actually done a bit of a talk to her Walida buddies. And so I'll pass over now, I think, for you to explain what the leader is for those that might not know and then um we can do the sort of question and answer session as to um well i've only i, I was going to just tell them what it was about but okay. i'll let you do that so so um so we're leader is um the skin food skin food that they do do skin food is the, the skincare company that um i work for um and also i would recommend to anyone because i don't know of another um reasonably pl- priced sorry the cat's got the microphone <laughs> creature stuck okay off good okay, yeah there we go well that's all right he's gone right so they're um reasonably priced as well as um in every aspect that you can possibly imagine both for you and the planet they are or they're just amazing so they're properly like um, there's nothing in the products themselves that would harm you Uh, all of the practice the the business practice is about regeneration and helping the the people that the thing I like is is that they'll go to sort of a far flung part of the world that happens to grow some peculiar product that, yep. that, I don't mean product, some peculiar plant or tree or something that they need. Yep. Um, and then they'll work directly with the, with the local farmer mm. to try and get him to grow more of it and to buy it directly and then to maybe bring it to the UK and process it. Yeah, and um, so like with the damask rose in Morocco, for instance, they turned mm. a, a valley that was chemical whatever ridden and whatever and one small farmer in the midst of it trying to make these damask roses into a whole valley of organic damask rose producers with a with a their own surgery their own school yeah, I mean, they work fundamentally with the community yeah. to ensure that everybody along the chain is working in a sustainable way i mean it just is yeah it's just fantastic and they do have some odd products not odd, no i wouldn't say odd products the products made with some very odd ingredients which which obviously appear to work and it's been oh, going yeah. for about 100 well, years so it's based upon it's based on um so i i sort of knew of it anyway because it's based on the waldorf steiner it's so it's anthroposophical in its its roots the the ingredients are anthroposophically uh so it's all so every single product will have a lead plant and then from that depending on what the product is for it will vary in its consistency to make sure that that lead plant is working to its most effectiveness for that particular product. Um, so each product within a range, say pomegranate facial range, will be different. So the, the night cream is different from the day cream, from the eye cream, from the body and so on. So they're all made to work for you. Um, yeah, so they're all anthroposophical. Um, I don't, You're only I don't saying know. that so many times because you can actually say it yes philosophical. <laughs> you've obviously been practicing no i've spent years saying it haven't i how old <laughs> yeah. bert now 21 i've been doing it for at least 15 years yeah. so yeah um so yeah so mm, i don't know there's not much you else you can say about that apart no. from how fantastic it is really yes so uh and the just links ex- on my website if you want yeah, <laughs> to go and explore it but um so, so just to explain this, so they asked you to do a bit of a chat amongst your other advisors. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, based on the fact that you are a health coach. Can I just say, I think you might be shouting. Oh, I, I am know. shouting again. Okay. I'll, I'll go a bit further back. <laughs> reminds me oh, of... you could stop shouting in my Don't really remember. Day oh, day. no, stop it. Which was Seriously, dude. Years ago. No. Anyway, there we are. Um, so it uh, uh, really, we're talking today... Based on your, your, yeah, your talk so the, again, which is which is the, boost your immune system. Yeah. So we're just going to kind of go through. Yeah, yeah, we'll go through the slides and try yeah. and chat about each one, yeah. and 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 then hopefully people will glean a little bit of the information because I think you did spend a bit of time researching all this, didn't you? Oh, funnily enough, well, I've spent six years researching it well, all, uh, but yes, putting this together took a couple of days. Yeah. 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 Okay, so 
we start with who I am and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So, and like, just to give people the idea, it's like, so I'm a primal health coach. And then if you could see the slides, you'd see a picture of me with the amazing Mark Sisson at this point. Um, uh, so, and fundamentally primal health coach, primal health, it, like his primal blueprint is he uses the character Grok, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah who's the caveman. Yeah, so you go back 15,000 years um, and that was kind of the, the perfect specimen of, of humanity at that point. And so that's what you try and do, not just diet, but the whole lifestyle and everything is like our yeah. genes are programmed to be most successful in that paradigm. In, in Grok's life. Yep. Um, and that is primarily burning fat for fuel and then everything else yep. will follow. Yeah, happy with that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely happy. I mean, I think it's worth saying though that whilst we think we know how Grok may have lived, obviously he didn't leave any records mm. and we've, mm. all we've found is a few bones. I that, mean, uh, you, you know, some people yeah. would say that, that, that the caveman life was a hard life and they died oh, young. It, well, they did. We, some did, but I think we would disagree and say that... They did die of infectious disease. I mean, that's the mm. one thing and that's the next slide to come to, isn't it? Yeah. But, but, but yeah, so if they found bones of a sort of, they did, they have found bones of sort of 80 year old cave people, mm -hmm. uh, hunter gatherers rather than cave people. Yeah. They, they were, you know, their bones were in tip top order. They probably would have just been mauled to death by a tiger, literally. Saber tooth tiger. So that's the kind of thing. Yeah, unfortunately it is all speculation, isn't it? It is so speculation, much speculation. But I think yeah. that they died young from infect. I think this is sort of fact is that they, if they were dying young, it was from infectious disease or, mm. um, animals rather than like our abundance of lifestyle issues that we have now yeah. diseases. I think it'd be fascinating to see what, where we are in 50 years with people that have taken to, you know, tried yeah. to copy this, this yeah. caveman, this grok lifestyle yeah. because uh, you, you know if they all well, well hopefully they'll last a, a long time yeah. and have this long life that everyone's yeah. now sort of yeah. th thinks is possible yeah they? yeah and so the um, so I'm also a bulletproof coach or a human potential coach they call it now and that's the that's the theory of, of combining that age-old wisdom with with modern science and both Paul you and I are biohackers so quite happy to experiment on ourselves and actually find it quite restrictive to live in a world where Big Pharma has um, told us closed down, yeah, closed all down all what we can yeah. and told us what we can and can't do. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's quite irritating at the moment for me, that one. So the picture up on the screen now is, is Mary Rose. With uh, Dave Asprey, yeah. who was king of the, he started the he whole is, biohacking he is, thing. He's the godfather of biohacking. That's right. And he, he's a bit younger than me, but he is aiming for 180, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. 180 is a long, that's a long he's way He's not ahead. older than you, he's my age. Oh, sorry, he's a bit younger than me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, did I but say Oh, older? did you? I don't I know. Thought no, I thought I Oh, fine. Okay, fine. But anyway, sorry. yes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he comes from a worse place, as I see it, because he has had a lot of fairly serious issues in the past. <laughs> Anybody that listens to his podcast will know he normally starts with, I was 180 pounds overweight and so on. He's yeah. a 300 pound boy. Oh, yeah, he was. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, he's obviously quite bright. Very um, bright. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so so this is we're just you getting off track. So, so, so you so were just introducing sort of, yourself. Yeah. To your, so it's eating for your shops. genes and that sort yep. of thing, and learning about genetics and 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 uh, the theory that we live in a modern age, so we need to combat that through supplementation and hacks. And so he's very big on supplementation and hacks, isn't he? Yeah. Much more so than Mark. So this the next slide. I'm just going to save verbatim because I think it's really really important, and you'll all know if you listen to me. Um, the food you eat can be either the safest and most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. Yep, pretty good that. Yeah, it is. It is and it's so true. Okay. So so the so moving on to diet for immune support and immune health, um, I would say it's probably it is probably eighty percent, just like it is with the rest of your life, eighty percent of uh, of how you respond to any kind of pathogen will be down to what you've put in your body. You know, we're not dustbins that it will have an effect all the way through so what you should eat um grass-fed as, as clean a meat as possible um organ meats vegetables healthy oils a small amount of whole fruit what what you should avoid is anything processed refined carbohydrates puffers um 
which are polyunsaturated fatty acids, but I do go into that in a bit more detail. Um, and the rule of thumb really is if your great granny wouldn't recognise it as food, it probably isn't, so don't eat it. Yeah, this is fascinating, isn't it? It's stuff that we eat as food is often, you know, it's, it's sort of, as we've heard before, it can be one molecule away from a, a plastic container Yeah. in, in, in the sort of the, the chain the big chain molecules that go to make it up. It's most peculiar what we eat these days. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And you've got you've got like banks and banks of um, what's Wilf want to be? Uh, Biochemist a, or a chemist yeah, yeah, or an like organic a, chemist? It's, it's got chemistry in it, hasn't it? Yeah. And 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 they're just there making food, like making stuff for yeah. us to eat from from chemicals. cheap ingredients but, and, really, and, that we will want to eat more and more and more of. Yeah. Um, yeah, scary stuff. Anyway, so uh, fundamental to the reason that it's so important what you eat is because your gut microbiome is basically your second brain. And in fact, a lot of people say it's your first brain. You know, mm. if that's not functioning properly, nothing else will work. Mm. And it needs to be, it needs to be in balance. Um, you know, it's it's no good just taking your cheap yogurt drink that you've got from the supermarket because it tells you it's gut healthy because you will be just giving yourself more issues by Flooding an imbalance, uh, yeah. Which and it's usually a lactobacillus, which yeah. you'll get. You're going to get anyway. Um, so you know, it's it's about trying to eat a whole food diet that will give your gut everything that it needs to function properly. Um, uh, fermented foods are quite good if you do have a gut imbalance. If you don't have a gut imbalance, you want to watch what you're eating along those lines as well because you could disrupt it um classic example for me i think was probably started this whole spiral of not being 100 percent. was in was it november when i had the raw milk oh yeah that really didn't do you any good did oh it? no i was properly i had a yeah it, pro, yeah uh, and i just think i just my gut still hasn't properly recovered from that so no. um yeah you do have to be super super careful um, but you, you know, there's kombucha, there's sauerkraut, and don't you? Again, it's you can't go to the supermarket and buy a cheap sauerkraut and think you're doing yourself any favours. It'll be pasteurised, so it'll be completely pointless. Um, yogurt, you really, like I said, again, you do have to be careful with those. Make your own, you know, and then you can seed it with whatever bacteria you mm. choose at that point. And don't be afraid to experiment. So you can buy the, the seeding the, mm. the, the bacteria online can't yeah, you yeah. so try something and see how it goes and then maybe try something Alu else Terry is a classic that's that that, that we probably all lack do you want to say it more slowly Alruteri. Alruteri. No, yeah, i think so yeah i did you got me okay um, yeah but but um, but you know the, the idiosyncrasy of that is that you have to brew it or ferment it what, what do you call it when you've got yogurt going you have to grow it Grow it, I suppose. You have to grow it at a different temperature, don't yes, you? It's very, very low temperature. Mm. Yeah, like body temperature. Thirty-seven or yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. But also remember that you are born with your gut bacteria, basically. So you are just fiddling around the edges, um, and it's a very transitory thing. People seem to think that you can take a yogurt one day and you'll be fine for however long. But it is a very transitory thing. Um, that's why I'm sort of skeptical about unless you're going to do it every month these the tests for your gut biome because mm. they just they do what you're eating will change your gut biome um but you're you taking a load of prebi probiotic without anything to feed it again you it's going to make it even more transitory so it'll be in there until it's gone kind of thing so if you take if you know that your gut biome is working well take a prebiotic which will feed the bacteria that's in your stomach so a prebiotic is like a soluble fiber so inulin um potato starch that kind of thing that that's that's a that's a that's a fiber that that leaves your intestine into your colon where it feeds the good bacteria yeah it's taken me a while to get used to this actually because uh I really couldn't get this sorted as well. So what you're doing is you're trying to eat foods that will go through your stomach yeah. and your small intestine e into, into your, your colon. Into your colon. Yeah. And then at that point they can then help feed, feed the bacteria. Feed the bacteria. Yeah. That's 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 almost you know, that, that that's difficult. If you're not used to that idea, that is tricky 
to um to get to get to grips with isn't it the fact that you're going to have to eat mm-hmm. special stuff to mm-hmm. get further down your guts mm-hmm. we're really not taught that or or no. that's never mentioned is no, it no no um I, and the other thing you know while we're on fiber i will just put it out there is that you know this the the i believe this will be the next huge health thing just like the 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 breaking of the low carb uh, high carb low fat diet myth that came out of the 70s will be the fiber myth that came out of the 70s mm, there's no benefit and in it fiber it just scours your gut so yeah yeah right so then the uh, we've this a lot if you if you know me and us and what we talk about this is a lot of what we talk about anyway but um just remember that uh, you know fat good fats are essential for health um not only are our cells made of a lipid membrane, but ideally our metabolism uses fat for fuel. Um, so when you eat saturated fats, your body knows what to do with them and uses them to make energy. When you eat polyunsaturated fats, so let's just remember that those are the ones that are liquid at room temperature, very highly processed. You basically are confusing your cells. They will, It will enter your cells, but it will basically kill your mitochondria. Um, well, actually, uh, I think well, I okay. need to correct you on that well, because I don't it down think. To, yes, it shuts it down, so, so it means that you can still function and you don't die, but you are just you're just completely useless. You've got no energy. You you know you probably got no brain power. You've got nothing on the back of it, and and you just feel crap. So it's it it just makes you feel. It, it, Less than well, so it, it's a double whammy, isn't it? Because not only does it make you feel crap, but it makes your body crave glucose because it can't use the fat. Oh yes, that's right. Yes, because the cells are are what's the word? Um, not functioning properly. Then um, uh, it it can't go down the fat route no. for fuel, so it has to go down the glucose route. Yeah. So that's where people that have a lot of this polyunsaturated fat already absorbed into their cells are absolutely buggered because yeah. they can only feed on glucose they yep. can't switch to fat no that's massively important actually if you if you think about it yeah so if, if you are in this puffer sort of which uh, which could it is another explanation to why if you are overweight obese type 2 diabetic you'll you know it's almost the, the, impossible the, to come back from it. yeah and well it's not impossible to come back from it is it but the, the but you know you got are malnourished at that point as well because your cells think you're starving mm. Yeah. Well, well, you are starving. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So we've digressed. Yeah. yeah. So um. So we're going back to the immunity now. We're still looking. Yeah. At yeah. Yeah. So, but eating high carbohydrate foods will stress your immune system. Um, even if you think it's not sugar, all carbohydrate breaks down to some form of sugar, glucose, whatever. Your entire circulatory system can only cope with one teaspoon of glucose in its system at any one time. Just think about that. Not a lot, is it? You know. When you think about how much we take in, mm. we're you know we're like well you more than me, but you're causing an insulin response mm. because you. you, you oh, but, I have all my squashes and, yeah. and sweet potato. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. So you know, think what other people are. You know, yeah. a, a bar of chocolate or a you know, it's just yeah, it is yeah, scary. Yeah. Okay, um, any more than this, and you set off the insulin cycle, putting stress on your liver which is your major detox organ which is what you want to be functioning at full strength at the moment you know all glucose not used will be stored as fat so once that teaspoon of sugar has got circulated your insulin is is in activated and it's taking away the rest of the sugar and where's it going it's being stored as fat that's why you have an insulin response because the rest of that sugar in your system is poison. So the insulin is there to take it away. Um, you really need your liver in tip-top condition. I said that to fight pathogens. Mm. So it's vital to do anything that you can to help it. And this is where you also probably want to be not drinking, which is a really hard. You know, alcohol sales have gone up by thirty percent. I think sixty percent in America. It's just <laughs> uh, you know. Yep. So I, I feel a bit guilty saying this because obviously I gave up five years ago, so it's not an issue for me. Although it is because I can't drink. If you see it anyway, it's a paradox. But um, in order to make sure your liver and detox systems are functioning in tip-top condition, other than avoiding sugars, I'd say you do need to avoid alcohol. Alcohol is a problem, obviously, because it's a toxin. 
it has to go through your liver to be broken down into acetyl acetaldehyde and acetate um, and they're poisons and you know the liver that's what the liver's there for to remove poisons from the body so as soon as you have any alcohol your liver stops doing all the other processes your digestion stops everything stops in order to get rid of the poison well, that's fair enough. I mean, if you're being poisoned, you need yeah. to get rid of it. Yeah. So that, yeah. that there's not no surprise. Well, that's why it's, you, it's probably quite disgusting. But do you remember the Billy Connolly sketch of where the hell did the carrots come from when he was being sick? Oh, and yeah, it's yeah. just because, you know, your whole day. Yeah, your gut stopped digesting. Food. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that's it. Yeah. Right. So that's the kind of piece around diet. Do you want to add any more to that? No, I think. People that are listening will probably generally be, yeah. you know. But it's well probably aware. worth pointing out that obviously the 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 reason that people are interested in immune support at the moment is all of the stuff around coronavirus, yeah. and more and more evidence is coming out, um, and that that being metabolically uh, damaged is a huge risk factor. So type two diabetes, um, pre diabetes, which isn't even being looked for, um, obesity all you know anything to do with your standard american diet that is upsetting your metabolism is huge hugely it's a huge risk risk factor mm-hmm. yeah yep yeah yeah yeah. The i point. mean I, I you know i think that even the medical that the nhs medical director chap t- said so yeah. yesterday on the news so i'm not stepping out of bounds by saying it no it is fascinating that they have started to come round to this and that they are just very slightly t- starting to tell us the truth if, if that if that be what it is yeah um which is you know which would will be it is borne out in the statistics you know america and and us are doing the worst out of this and we have got the highest rates of metabolic dysfunction mm. so you know it does seem even to italy with, with all their all. smokers and elderly yeah. population yeah, we're doing worse now. So yeah, it's death rate per hundred thousand or whatever, isn't it? They mm. they work on. Yeah. So there we go. Right. So stress. This is a really tricky one. Stress. Because, well, you're stressed at the moment. I have to say. Well, I'm stressed because the, the world seems to have split into two groups. There's those that are sat at home with obviously with their own stresses and whatever of wanted to get back to work or worried about their, their finances and the rest of us who are still at work who just find it even more difficult to go and do the work that we were already doing in the first place so it's very odd mm-hmm. very odd and it is definitely more stressful to go out at the moment mm-hmm. uh, and and do what you're supposed to do and then we have to do this two meter dance when we're at work which just completely doesn't work with your normal health and safety does it it's well just... it's very difficult to do it because your cabins and everything else yeah. and some of the tasks they're just not geared up for it no. so you'd put that in your stress bucket wouldn't you well i definitely put that in my stress bucket yeah. as an additional stress yeah. to all the traveling that i always do you're very short-tempered with me at the moment aren't you yeah i'm short-tempered with everyone yeah yeah That's sorry right. i love you don't worry it's a good job yeah, yeah. um so there's all sorts of stuff that goes into your stress bucket your stress bucket is the only way you can empty it is by realizing that you have a stress bucket in the first place, basically. So if you imagine you're carrying this bucket with you, the picture here is of a bucket with one of those taps at the bottom. Um, And so, you know, you wake up in the morning, you've had a bad night's sleep and your stress bucket is already two thirds full. Okay, so I've put um, lack of sleep, food, children, anxiety, work pressure, pressure, over-exercising. I probably need to put under-exercising in that. You just do need to find that perfect balance as I'm trying to work my way back to health now, I'm finding. Um, you know, uh, and then so the, turning the tap on, you've got your, to, to reduce the stress bucket. You've got good sleep. Um, I do meditation, breath work presence-based thought uh good nutrition supplementation you know don't don't think that that that's not going to help you're on ashwagandha for instance Hmm. um and the mushrooms and you know without it i think you'd be in a lot worse position so you just i think it is worth saying that just whilst we're in these these old times you know that 
different people will be stressed in different ways but there is definitely more stress about we're out yeah. of our norm yeah and whether it's you know financial or, or physical or relatives or whatever it is there are so many more things to worry about yeah. because uh, you know lots of things have changed for lots of for, yeah. well for everybody yeah. and so it, it's not good time no it's really. not and I think you know so I'm just looking at my essential oils over there and I didn't put them on this but you know all sorts of stuff Bess will tell you you know how important that is for her and her stress relief and management and yeah. you know massage all of these things yeah don't that, underestimate because, the effect because, yeah. that it's having on you i think because it is a it's a big effect yeah so you know if you can alleviate it in any kind of way like so physical stress through massage through um cbd through you know uh, that's for mental st- stress as well mm. but the, the, you know stress stress is everything it's not just oh that's the very very when you get to that point yeah. it's it, it's high stress. Well, actually, and, and and that is possibly a better stress. So if you, if somebody bangs the door and makes you jump, oh yeah, or something, that's that's, 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 that's fight, good that's, stress that's because a, yeah. it'll be a high stress for a little while. Hormetic stress. Hormetic stress, yeah. and then it will then it will very quickly go yeah. because you realise that it was somebody. And your body the will be prepared for the next one, and it'll yeah, be in but it's when it's this, when yeah. it's this low level long term stress yeah, that's like, really bad for mm-hmm. you. Like you worry about your work, or you mm-hmm. worry about your, you, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. So. um how stress reduction techniques then um come on oh it's got stuck there we go so sleep hacks and who which one is that which one of your children is that god art yes very good well done so there's a picture of, of arthur when he's about 18 months old just fast asleep in the middle of the floor top of the stairs actually it was i say stairs everyone that knows us will laugh at that the three stairs the three steps um uh, yes, so he can sleep anywhere. He's got the Jacob jeans. Must be a mate for a jean, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, so the, you need between seven and eight hours of sleep a night. Don't be fooled into thinking you're one of the lucky few who doesn't. It's just That's just not true. There is no such thing. I'm smiling now because poor old Maggie to, Thatcher yeah. was the one. You know, used to yeah. get three or four or five hours sleep and yeah. didn't do her any good in the end. No. Um, blue blockers, you know... You you always hear about it. You are a shocker for this with your phone. You are on your phone very late in the evening. It's... I'm trying to find the audio book. <laughs> no, no, I didn't mean that. Oh, when well, I'm down here. Yeah. Well, that's the first time of the I day know, I've caught I know, up with everything. but you blue blockers anyway. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah. So, get a, get away from the, the light. Um, and the reason for that is that it produces cortisol. You know, blue light wakes us up. It's what we see first mm. thing in the morning. So it produces a response to produce cortisol to get us up. And that is not what we need for sleep. What we need for sleep is melatonin. And that is produced when that blue light is removed. So that's, you know, we've got, again, you know, you've heard us talk about it. We've got red bulbs. Um, And uh, and I put the blue blockers on about 8.30. So, yeah. That's an easy hack, actually. It is very easy and very cheap and these days. It's not, you don't have yeah. to get the, you and, know. And it might be, you know, anything. it's just worth trying, even if yeah. you don't want to buy all the red bulbs. Yeah. Uh, just just try the blue glasses, the blue yeah. blocking glasses. I think at the moment, with all of the upheaval of routine and, you know, I, you know, kids are not at school and everything, I'm very lucky because I enjoy the fact that they're not at school, but I know it's very stressful for some people. Um, you know, I'm enjoying the fact that the older two that have left home have, in effect, come back home. <laughs> Yeah. So it's great. Um but you know, uh try and maintain a constant bedtime and wake time. I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's exact I don't get up at quarter to seven anymore. I get up at quarter past half past seven. But in the scheme of things, that is when I'm awake. I'm I am up before half past seven every morning and my be- uh, apart from the fact that I've been absolutely buggered this week and I've been going to bed with you about half nine. Mm. Uh, that between half nine and ten is my regular bedtime mm-hmm. i know it sounds really old but there we go um and 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 so that is how i function and how i'm going to continue functioning and that hasn't changed because of being out of routine that's really and that's a really important thing for your circadian clock to know yes and that emphasizes what you just said the fact that we have different circadian clocks don't we yeah so even when i'm home here i will normally keep to my bedtime which is sort of getting ready for bed about nine getting in half past ideally yeah 
and and you're about half hour later yeah. than me, aren't you? Yeah. But that, that's just the way life is, and mm-hmm. I get up an hour or so before you in the morning, don't yeah. I? And and so I like that, and and don't. I would suggest it's don't be afraid to 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 keep to your your own rhythm. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you just have to get used to the fact that you're it's different. Yeah. And 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 you know, Granny was right. The hours before bed, uh, before midnight, are worth two. The, the hours after. Yeah, they seem to be coming There's, down. If on you that, look at, though. if you, yeah, I mean, if you look at my aura ring, for instance, it's very, very clear that the deep sleep I get, I get my deep sleep before midnight. It's mm. very, not very often I get much after that. Mm. So, super important, I would suggest. Um, and the other one that you don't follow either, particularly because you can't, is that you really shouldn't eat any later than or earlier than four hours before bed because you don't want your stomach to be digesting food you want your you want your whole body to be concentrating on sleep yeah okay meditation i do i it's become a non-negotiable and i think probably annoys you slightly no no it's fine you come um, in with your funny at least i know when you are because you've got your headband on <laughs> Uh, muse that is for anybody that wants a hack um but yeah so uh it, it, i think it's made a huge difference to my REM sleep not necessarily my deep sleep but my REM sleep um and just to my overall being able to recognize when i am in a stressful situation not due to anything necessarily physical but just because my thoughts are running away from me so i can go ah hang on a minute this is where i need to be and I can bring myself back. So, and even just five minutes a day, it really does make a huge difference to your thinking. It's been shown that by calming alpha and theta states achieved during these meditations, you will take you out of fight or flight very quickly. And that's, that's the, it's the process that your brain remembers. So your brain remembers what it's like, which it, which if you never give it the opportunity, no. it's never gonna know. So, you know, um, alpha is kind of like a heightened state of, you're much more focused it's so it's not necessarily total calm but it is like you're in control of it Mm. um and then theta is just like at one (laughs) being at one um it's been shown to increase quality of sleep and my my measurables would back that up Mm. um just remove yourself from the beta state and the chap that did your course talking about alpha state it's like what even it doesn't oh that was our stuff at work yeah so it's a beta state is where you are you're flitting from this to that you're constantly your brain's going full and sometimes you need that state but Mm. but no not all the time it so and very importantly you're not doing meditation to be good at meditation you're doing meditation to be good at life very good thank you breath work it's a lovely picture of me doing yoga right there yeah the whole breath work that that's that's oh i um, thought you were going to comment on the lovely picture the lovely picture thank you nice wall in the background <laughs> um that's your wall anna the mm. whole thing with breath work is it's it appears to be very uh you get a lot of well, there are no bucks. You get. I'm going to say, you get a lot of bang for your buck. You, well, you need to talk about it because you've just been reading Ben Greenfield's well, I have been book, reading haven't ben you? Greenfield, and I think we probably all need to spend a little while trying to work out which of some of the old techniques. You know, we would say there's box breathing. There's some of these. Um, they're different, different states, aren't they? They are. Yeah, and they're they're massively important because they influence you enormously. Because depending on how you're breathing your co2 levels will change within your body and that has a, a very dramatic effect on you and your nitric, nitric oxide, oxide and your vagus an even, nerve yeah which I has suggest. yeah which has a, you know all of these have massive effects on the way your body's running and you can very easily influence them by a minute or two of yeah. altered breathing and it's mass it has a massive effect it costs absolutely nothing you can do it anywhere so what is the best one for a night do you want to explain what nitric oxide dump is no you you, you explain that because i will get it right well so nitric oxide is the chemical is that right yeah. or do you call it a chemical that will uh, that expands your blood vessels so well, that's one of the, epi- the epithelial layer. It, it, it influences yeah. your, the epithelial yeah. layer in your arteries, which yeah. which opens everything up. Yeah. 
That's right. Um, and so it's absolutely crucial. Um, and another way of getting that is a hit, isn't it? So it, it, like a, a hormetic stressor done in the right way will cause a nitric oxide dump to open up all your blood vessels, mm-hmm. um, increase blood flow, and just keep everything going, yes? Yes, and I think this is this is information that's that's only recently in the last few years become yeah. of interest to yeah. the whole buying hacking community. Well, and so, yeah, they're, they're... so I first heard of it from Zach Bush. Oh, right. When he was like the restore stuff, yeah, um, and he was looking into it all. Yeah, yeah, but like I say, he had to look into it because yeah. it wasn't part yeah. of of sort of mainstream whatever. Nobody was interested in that that particular sort of nuance yeah. of our life. Yeah, and it, and and so going back to the breath work, it, it can be massively important to you. Even just the box breathing will change the way you are. It can change the state you're in. Yes, a bit like the meditation. Yeah. So if you meditate on your breathing, you've got a sort of double uh, benefit. Yep. Of you're you're taking yourself away from that fight or flight, yeah. And by by concentrating on your breathing and doing a particular breath, whatever breath work suits you the most, I think it can be you know in for so four, hold for four, that, out for seven. I think or... I, so. I can I so for me they're in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four is very good in those instant during the day fight or flight moments because you're I don't know what effect it's having on my immune system overall. But what I do know is that concentrating on that counting and breathing mm. just calms everything down. Mm. And takes you out of the situation you yes. were in into yeah. a different situation, which hopefully is a better one. For Whereas the, for me, the 478, I very definitely notice um, a whole relaxing of my system. Mm-hmm. Right. And I do that before I go to bed, asleep. Normally, because there's you know there's, yeah. there's there's more than that. You have to read the book, really, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, I haven't, but and you you know more about. Well, it. I've read I it, but to... I've I've not uh, focused on any one particular one. I I normally I think go down that uh, for 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 the box breathing mm. route. But what has become interesting is can you if you just uh, and without taking any big breaths before you start. Can you just exhale and then see how long it is before yeah. you get you get the signal to breathe again? Because for most people, it'll be maybe up to 15 seconds. But I think as you get better, and I think you get better at like managing the expectations, you can go longer and longer and longer. And there are certain ways of doing it. That like you can hyper, you can make yourself hyperventilate. So yeah. the so the Wim Hof breathing, for instance, I yeah. used to do. I could hold my breath for four minutes after exhale and that sounds extreme yeah. but actually very achievable because of the state you're putting your body in yeah. you want to do it sat down just in case you pass out but that but that is yeah. a very but that's another stressor so i think does does ben not say that's a kind of a, a stressor situation like a hormetic stressor situation rather than a trying to calm your body so situation. the wim hof thing is is different again but yeah the, this thing of of how long it is before you have to breathe again is almost a measure of how okay. how well yeah. your breathing is, right, okay. is going and how well your like your whole lungs and and that that system is working. Fine. So it's more a measure of right of, of your of of how successful you managing yeah. your breath. Work. And we are just to to bring it back to the conversation. We are just talking about this because it is an immune system benefit. Yeah. Very shallow breathing from the top of your lungs oh, is is you know you're not clearing out your lungs you're not giving well, your system a One of the things that Ben goes into in his book and I only say this because I've just been reading that chapter yeah. is we should belly breathe. This yeah. this whole thing of lifting your you know, opening your chest up and lifting your shoulders and everything else it's 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 apparently not very good for you, not as good for you. I think you. You the belly be, breath is the ayurvedic stuff isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you should They've be breathing through your belly. Thousands of years, yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's the better way of breathing. So, and I think you do the more you do the breath work, the more you do that naturally anyway. Yeah, yeah. So if anyone's interested, you know, find out about breath work from from lots of different people. There's but it all will sorts improve your immune. It will yeah. improve your immune system. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Supplements. True. So. The few things just to say about supplementation before we start is that you, when it comes to supplements, you get what you pay for. Okay, um, if, look at the ingredients. If it's gonna, if it's like starts going on about bulking agent, rice flour, anything along those lines, don't even go there. You're just paying for cheap 
crap. Um, avoid anything with artificial sweeteners in it. You don't want to be doing yourself more damage than good. Um, you know, and it's a bit like with the Walida stuff that we do. We 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 don't use any of the bunny uh, labelling because there is just it's just so there's such a variety, and people seem to see a bunny on it and think it's all all right. We use a Natru label, which is extremely rigorously tested for. So uh, what I'm trying to say is just because something says it's vegan, it doesn't mean it's healthy. It doesn't mean it's good for you. So don't go by those kinds of labels on supplements. Um, and I, uh, Dave Asprey will always say this, is throw out your multivitamins. I, I mean, I think there's a point at which, you know, if you're paying for a really good multivitamin, you're probably doing better than not. But that is um, quite an important point to make. Yeah, we definitely prefer to have the vitamins that we want. Because, because you, you know, you're, you're taking in what you need at that point rather right. than doing stuff that you don't need. My screen's gone a bit funny. Yes. <sighs> That's all right, we can, we can see it. Just need to okay. screw our eyes up a bit. So um, vitamins I would never do without, whether we're going through a pandemic or not. Uh, vitamin D... Um, it's possibly one of the most important supplements you can take, probably the most important. It acts on over 1,000 different genes and serves as a substrata for sex hormones like testosterone, human growth hormone and estrogen. It moderates immune function and inflammation, assists in calcium metabolism and bone formation, and it's no coincidence this is one of the few vitamins that humans can make on their own just by going outside with a bit of sunshine. And there is some research come out of Southern Asia to suggest that that people with a proper um, profile for vitamin D are um, coming out of COVID a lot better than those with a very poor vitamin D profile, okay? So none of this stuff is going to be peer-reviewed yet because it's too new, Mm. but there is data there that is showing this. Um, Right, vitamin C is... is (sighs) There's a lot of controversy, and it's not controversy. It's people trying to shut down the debate on vitamin C because nobody's making any, or like so a few supplement companies are making money from it, and that's all. But vitamin C is one of the safest and most effective supplements you can take, and I will, I'm sorry, but I will stand by that, and they can shut me down if they want. You know, if you, the worst that's going to happen is that you're going to peer it out or you're going to have, as Dave likes to call it, disaster pants. And that's only because you're not, you know, the disaster pants comes when you're not supplementing with it properly. Um, it's, so vitamin C is needed for collagen and connective tissue formation. It's used in the manufacture of glutathione, which is fundamental to keeping your immune system in tip-top shape. You know, it's the master antioxidant in the body. Um, it, it does enhance immune function. It quenches free radical damage. Studies can, can show that you can take up to 100 grams grams of vitamin C a day with no side effects. Yeah, so that's massive. Uh, that, that, yeah. Because I think um, we, we used to take those effervescent tablets, didn't we? Oh, yeah, they were just shit, weren't they? Right, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you'd have a job to get to 100 grams yeah. of vitamin C. I mean, even the most, the most potent one I've got there is 1,000 milligrams. That's a gram. Thank you. So you'd have to take I do realise that. Oh, That's you? what the oh, point fine. I was trying to make was oh, that it's nothing compared oh, to the 120 grams. Oh, we're going back to the old uh, percentages <laughs> game here, aren't we? Thinking that I don't. Anyway, there we go. It's hard to get enough vitamin C from food, which is mm. why. The... In the USA, it's been found that 30% of the population is deficient, and that's going on the US's recommended daily allowance, which is nothing. Um, some fruits and veg are high in vitamin C, but by the time they've arrived in your at your fruit it, basket it, or in the fridge, they ain't much left. no, and 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 cooking kills it too. Um, supplementing with at least 500 milligrams a day is optimal, but that's only in the state of no no damage going on no, no damage, immune no function stress and nothing that yeah. needs to be repaired um yeah. when you're when you're healing from injuries or you've got like some kind of uh pathogen in your body take more but but in order to avoid that the kind of disaster pants peeing it out situation so fundamentally when you take vitamin c as soon as you've taken it your body uses what it needs and then it gets rid of the rest so have a variety of vitamin C's around. We've got liposomal, which will bypass the stomach. 
we've got I've got just azorbic acid in a big bag in there for if any of us get properly ill at any point um, and then we've got the tablets um, you, you don't know, need tablets you I do the... I've got tablets oh, and yeah. I've got the the so I'm taking oh. the tablets because you can't swallow them can you <laughs> you're a bit of a girl's blouse when it comes yeah. to that so you've got those you've got the capsules I've got the capsules because that's about all I can um, manage but yeah. it, it uses what it needs and then it gets rid of the rest so do it take it take it take 500 milligrams every every hour, every hour two hours whatever mm. it is and then but but when your body is healing or it needs to heal it will be using every single ounce of the vitamin c that you put in it and people are being iv injected with how much vitamin c a day at the moment in oh, china and it's, around the world it is, it's everywhere amounts, apart from it? here in america basically yeah. um it's huge amounts but because it's bypassing the stomach and they're not getting any of those issues the body is just using everything that it can yeah. Yeah, yeah. um and i uh, yeah yeah Sorry, but so that's you are a big fan over. of vitamin C. I am, and that's my rant yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, K2, uh, you're probably deficient in K2 because it's just, unless you're eating vast amounts of grass fed beef and dairy, you're not going to get it. Um, it's fat soluble and it's involved in calcium meta- meta- metabolism, which is why we take it with our vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they're synergetic. Excess calcium is deposited in the arteries, leading to calcification and decreased vascular function. So taking K2 can play a role in reducing the risk of cardiovascular disease and bone loss. Uh, Vitamin K1 is the most common kind of K and it's found in leafy greens and, and but your body doesn't really know what to do with it. Okay, so it's just not as efficient and you in your stomach, it will just go past the bike. So where did Grok used to get his K2 from? Well, it ate meat. It was the meat, was yeah. it? Ah, right. Yeah. Because it does seem to be massively important in regulating your calcium. Yeah. And, and I think it's fair to say that this old thing of, of, of you drink some milk, it's got calcium in it, everything will be okay. It, it, it doesn't work, does it? You have to have everything else in place to try and use it as your body wants to. And, mm-hmm. and obviously, if you haven't got enough K2 mm-hmm. or... or you're just not going to be able to do it mm-hmm. and as you were saying there it'll end up perhaps lining your arteries which yep. is not good no. and gives it bad press really yeah um you want uh you want k2 and you want um mark four there's very there are subsets of vitamin k2 and um again it's the uh, while mk7 is important mk4 is produces the most benefits Right, magnesium, and this is quite interesting to me because in the last 24 hours, so uh, what, three days ago now, I had a migraine, um, wiped me out for the day, like Friday was just horrendous. Um, And and I know that it's hormonal with me, uh, but probably induced by stress as well, making the whole thing, you know, everything collided to make it. I've still got sore neck today, but nothing, I mean, I'm fine, but yeah um and it's probably one of the reasons that it was so bad is that i've reduced my magnesium intake because i thought i was fine but actually it's hugely uh associated with migraines and all sorts of other functions it's it's involved in 300 enzymatic processes over 300 enzymatic processes uh, it's involved in ATP production, which is energy, like right in your mitochondria, which is fundamental to life. Um, it's also vital for proper transcription of DNA and RNA. So, <laughs> so what that means is that you need proper transcription, as you call it, if you don't want your cells to become duff cells because yeah. they've not copied and copied because they're copying yeah, they're, they're all the copying time right you don't get the right copy you yeah. need to explain that so yes. it's massively well, they, important oh, you explain so, it that's good fine well, well this is my understanding yes. of it so no, that's you, right. you know you did, the cells you've got at the moment are okay and great and what you don't want to do is to be making and replicating cells that are slightly wrong because yeah. that that will lead to to failure really more. either disease or death yeah so the more the longer you can keep your dna in good it used to be all about telomeres didn't it a few yeah. years ago they're, they're that seems yeah. to have gone away again now but it, it, you much, need yeah. to make sure that your dna is replicating absolutely you know dead dinker more mm. or i suppose the next thing is that you you take your stem cells and, and then you try and get your dna you know you make your dna younger is again it, is, is that yeah possible? well it might be but do and do i remember something about the COVID-19 attaching to RNA 
Mm. So if your RNA is. isn't... Yeah, definitely. It, I think the RNA is a transport for it, yeah. isn't it? Is that so it gets into the cells, yeah. I, I believe? Yeah. I, I'm not sure. No, I, I, I think I probably glazed over at that point because I was more interested in the holistic, the whole mm. thing. But, but I th it is to do with transcription of RNA, isn't it? And I think I think we've got this view that viruses are like a, a big chubby cell, and in fact, I, I don't know quite how you describe them, but they're they're tiny tiny things. Are they not alive? No. Not properly no. alive, then. No. no, it's very odd, isn't it? They anyway, just, they just probably... latch on to yeah. other things that are alive. So def magnesium deficiency is, to, you know, you've got heart arrhythmia, tachycardia, so that's one way or the other. So you're either like beating improperly or you're beating too fast. Mm. Um, for you and I, I think we call tachycardia anything over 90, but it's like, probably far more likely to be over 120. But anyway, I don't like it going high. Um, headaches, migraines, thanks. Muscle cramps, I can't believe I was so stupid. Um, nausea, metabolic syndrome, you know, ma magnesium de deficiency is also associated with cardiovascular disease. Got to move next door. Um, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, asthma, anxiety disorders, and PMS. The majority of people don't meet the recommended daily allowance, uh, which is already low. Um, and due to soil depletion um, and poor farming practices, you ain't going to get it from your food. No, this is fascinating because this so is... So I just finished there that I think oh. everybody should supplement with magnesium. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. So the other thing that's different for us, apart from the fact that our f animals aren't necessarily fed on the same sort of prairie-type grass mm -hmm. that they would have been years ago, many years ago, is the fact that our soil, since we've become agricultural uh, 10,000 years ago or whatever, you know, we're now sort of exponentially depleting the soil with monocultures yeah. and, and the wrong fertilizers and it's just an absolute disaster didn't we hear recently that 60 crops 60 crops left before you know the soil it's won't infertile, be infertile basically yeah won't be able to do it yeah. and so you're we're all in a really bad place with it um so yeah it's not good really i think there needs to be a bit of a seed change so i quite obviously enjoy my garden which is uh, powered by donkey dung, as everyone will know. Um, and, you know, I really don't worry when I'm up there if I get a bit of dirt on me, myself or, or even if I was to swallow some because it's, it's, it's a very natural thing, isn't it? Our, yeah. we, we should be living much closer to the soil, as, as, as the old saying used to go. We seem to be running on a bit today. Yeah, we are. Yeah, <laughs> near, we're nearly done. Anyway, um, extra immune boosters I'm taking at the moment. And so I'm taking alpha lipoic acid which is uh, unusual because it's both fat and water soluble. It's found in every cell in the body and it is an antioxidant, but it, may, it helps turn cells, the nutrition that your cells get into energy. That's what it is, part of the, the production process, the ATP production process. I don't normally take it because it's found in most foods. And the reason I'm taking it now is that even if you're slightly run down, you know, all, all of these things will just help keep your energy levels going because you... Your, if your immune system is slightly down, everything is slightly down. So you're just trying to do everything you can to boost it. And the other one that I'm taking at the moment is niagen, which I will come off as soon as I'm better because it is quite expensive. I'm not. It's a precursor to NAD. Now NAD plus is the latest. You know, it's everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. Dr. McCola, Rhonda, Fa Rhonda Patrick, yep. uh, Paul Saladino, Dave Asprey. They're all. They're all on it. Chris Cretter even I think mentions it quite a lot anyway so yeah everybody's talking about NAD plus and your favorite David Sinclair he's a mm. big big fan of it and you know the science behind it is true it's right it's just that we don't necessarily agree with the other stuff that he does um so um it's NAD is essential for cellular energy and it promotes cellular repair and and replenishes you, you know you need to replenish your NAD um, it maintains healthy mitochondria, obviously the powerhouses of the cells, which you should know if you listen to us, and it energizes your cells. Now, um, I don't take NAD because if you can take a precursor, I always think that's a much better bet. Mm -hmm. the only, and then the your only, body makes the NAD itself. The only itself. different one I will do to talk about is, is glut glutathione in a minute. Um, that's my exception to that rule. Um, but 
uh, yeah, so I take the niagen, which is a precursor, which will help form the NAD plus. Okay. So this whole discussion about NAD plus is we seem to have understood what happens in the cell. Yeah. But what we still haven't got to the bottom of is is all the subsystems that that produce the bits in the body. So we we can take things you know which we've found empirically is that the right word by trial and error yeah. we've discovered that the rats that you eat this or yeah. mice that eat that or yeah. people that eat this it'll have an effect but we really don't understand no. all of the systems of the body yet do we no so we really don't know how and to the, arrive at that that sweet spot of nad production and, and the nad stuff um is all to do with longevity so that's mm. the new sort of field of you know that's where the telomere thing started and, yeah, yeah. you know this is where this is where a lot of uh, a lot of science is is pushing at the moment mm. is to towards longevity and i guess big pharma are trying to come up with the the magic pill well they'll obviously be trying to come up for that yeah, yeah. okay and maybe they will maybe Who knows? they will yeah okay so uh quercetin qu the last comment on that one is that i think that people who've got like mega bucks if, if you've got all this money you know what do you worry about next you worry about your longevity yeah, yeah. and so that there will be there is cash about to to try and yeah. for, for certain people to live longer, yeah, um, and and maybe on the back of their own personal, you know, desire and their spend, then it will be it'll be information that can be shared with everyone. Yeah. So that that's that's not a bad thing, but I think that's what's driving a lot of it is that people, you know, they've got everything, and and so what they want now is a long life to yeah. enjoy it. Okay, so quercetin. I think this has become the like. I think I think you probably quite find it quite hard to get a hold of again because it's one of those things that's just. I was taking it for a while, and then I kind of I stopped taking it because it's one again one of those things. That I think your body will have enough of or not. Mm. So it's a flavonoid. So you know, think of your colourful vegetables and things. So it's found in that sort of thing. Um, uh, but it is a super antioxidant and the reason that I'm taking it now is that it has been shown to block the COVID-2 virus from attaching to ACE2 receptors um, and I think you know the, the more that you learn about COVID and, and its its ability to attach itself to ACE2 receptors which is why it causes all the problems in the lungs it's probably quite a good one to take at the moment yes um so that's and it and it does it has been shown to suppress before the covid thing came along it was shown to suppress other other covids like flus and colds mm -hmm. so so i'm taking that one at the moment as well um and the next one which you absolutely love obviously this is um this is my uh, botanical mix of delight now this the difference between this and uh, say vitamin D for instance which boosts your immune system these things regulate your immune system okay so we'll explain what these things are these are these I, are yeah, these are do. sort of mushroom so spice the, so, mixes so, aren't so, so there's four things in our mix there's cordyceps which is like it's a it's a fungus but it's a very unusual one because it's not yeah. really a fungus. it grows on the back it eats back of ants or something yeah, it doesn't eats it? animals basically and it's a fungus yeah noise yeah um, uh, it boosts immune function. This one does boost immune function. Um, it protect, protects the cilia of the lungs, so it's probably another mm -hmm. one that that is good at the moment. And modulates cytokine response. So that there. So whilst it boosts immune function, it modulate modulate mod modulates cytokine response. Am I getting a bit? Um, which is really important at the moment because you've probably all heard about cytokine storms, yeah. um, at, which is just a complete over response. But yeah. So you want to stop that and it increases T cell count, which is your white blood cells mm -hmm. trying to fight off infection. And then we've got Angelica sinensis, which is also known as Dongkui in Chinese medicine. It's um, female ginseng. And that again, modulates the cytokine response and lowers TGF beta, which is the transforming growth factor. So that's another overstimulating thing, um, which can be high in viral infections. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you need to lower that one. So rhodiola, which I was taking anyway, but I'm taking much more now, improves immune function and protects um, lung cells from hypoxia. Mm -hmm. So, you know, all these things to boost your lungs, uh, which is one of the major impacts that the coronavirus can have. 
astragalus, which is boosts immune function and lowers TGF beta again. So again, you know, you're trying to boost the good things and reduce the bad things, which is why they're immune regulators. Um, and that's so we take that one well, three okay. three times a day, and I at the moment I'm taking it four or five because I'm. All right. Not, not well, I right. only take it when I remember, but it's okay. two or three times. It's yeah. a minimum two. A teaspoon. Uh, I am trying quite hard with it. And then, and it's not that bad. Oh, it isn't. No, it's no. not that bad. No. no, no. And it'll be fascinating because um, we won't stay on it forever, will no. we? We will just take it and then we'll move on. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I'm also taking beef lung because whatever it, this thing I've had for the last four or five weeks is really, you know, I know I just I can just feel it in my lungs. <clears throat> she says coughing. Um, and uh, in in North American culture, yeah, it's like take a bit of what you're weak in. Yeah, I think we're qu- we we're quite happy to go with that, aren't we? Oh, at the definitely. moment, we're just sort of trying it. Is um, the, your First Nation people, if 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 you had a bad liver or they yep. thought you had a bad liver, if they killed the next animal, they would give, give you the you first a, shot yeah. at the liver. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, and we're uh, not allowed to buy lungs, so <laughs> hmm. yeah, so I'd supplement with that one. Um, so added extras again you know if you're if you're if you're drinking decent water say i don't know sandpel or whatever it is or you know you're getting the right the right diet your mineral intake will probably be okay but zinc is uh it's it, it inhibits viruses mm. that's what it does so at the moment i don't really see why you wouldn't be if you're feeling unwell, why you wouldn't be taking a bit of zinc? Um, it's it's required for the function of more than 300 enzymes and 1,000 transcription factors. That's proteins that regulate the function of genes. It acts in enzymatic reactions and is a catalyst to accelerate the, the action of these. So you know it is super important um, and for hormone production as well and immunity. Um, it just fights infection but what you have to be careful of is that by taking too much zinc you are not putting your zinc copper out of balance and a lot a lot of um supplements will be a balance of zinc and copper because it's quite that one's quite important um i think it's eight ratio of eight to 15 or something to zinc to copper so if you're going to supplement with it i wouldn't do it long term and i would make sure you're getting enough copper um, and last but not least is the glutathione. If you are even slightly under the weather, why not take what your body produces, which is glutathione? It's the master antioxidant. Um, and if you take it in a, a liposomal form, it goes straight uh, where it's needed. And I will put a plug in here for Ben Lynch because I think he's coming under extreme pressure from all sorts of areas. And the chap is just, you know without without ben lynch in my life i would still be ill mm. because he you know he's the gene man he is he's studied genes can you know you get his book and you know what what genes you're not functioning in properly you know what your snips are i mean the man is just fantastic and so the the, the glutathione i've got a picture of here is seeking health optimal liposomal glutathione um and you know he's coming under pressure on all his, his platforms because he's speaking, trying to get the word out on how to treat yourself from coronavirus, and people don't like it. So that's another. Right yeah, that's there. different. But going back but, to yes, his but I'm gene just work, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. So going back but, to his gene work, that's you know people. Sh- I, I do think you can overestimate how important it is to work out where you are with 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 the genes you have, yeah. because for you until you sorted out your b12 and everything or your b's which, yeah. which was your mthfr mthfr so i am is... homozygous which means i'm at least 70 percent reduction in b methylation which is yes. your, all your detox pathways basically yeah so you've you've had to greatly uh, yeah enhance yeah your b whatever yeah. pathways yeah. so that you can come back to some sort of normality yeah and so, if you've never known that, you, no. you, you know you would have had no opportunity to no. make to make yourself feel so much better, no. really. Yeah, and, and yeah. So yeah. If, if you're not well, get your genes tested. His book, uh, Doctor Ben Lynch, Dirty Genes, highly recommend it for everybody. And so, what test did you get done? Well, in I order did the Twenty Three and Me, but I did it oh, 
four or five years ago and now the fda's put all sorts of regulations on what what you can and can't tell people about their own genes so Uh, you wouldn't get the same you wouldn't get the same profile anymore all right. But but that doesn't stop twenty three and me from keeping all of your data. You they're just not they're just not at liberty to share it with you. Right. Okay. Well Which is there absolutely we appalling. So if you're looking at uh, something to do because you're struggling or you, you think you might be struggling, then you know, maybe that's that's some route to go down is to try and get a little bit of information about yourself from from twenty three and me. Yeah. It, it was relatively simple, wasn't it? And it oh, wasn't that yeah, expensive, it's only a was it? Test. No. Hundred quid. Yeah, there we are. So it's, it's you know it's not a massive investment. But it um, it was a it was like for health wise it was a it was well, it made a one massive of the best things to you, that yeah. I ever did. Yeah. 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 So so there are a lot loads of things out there, loads sure. and loads of things, and just to give you a plug at the end here now is this is the sort of thing that uh, you know so for instance you know the, the gene test and everything else that's the sort of thing that you can you can help people with isn't it if they yeah. come to you yeah, yeah. and it doesn't have to be. Some you know you have to sign up, sign your life away to come speak, no, to speak no, to you. No, no, I'll do all sorts of. At the moment, particularly, I'm happy to do one-off sessions or anything really, just because I just I know it can help and, and to try and help people. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, and that is Mary Rose Mountford Health and Nutrition Coach, and you can find me at www.maryrosehealthandnutrition.co.uk or across their social media at Mary Rose Health and Nutrition. Hmm. Because it's fascinating times. Yeah. You know, compared with six months ago, the world's certainly turned on its head mm-hmm. slightly. Um, and, and we are Can optimistic. Can it turn on its head slightly? Uh, no, okay. It's turned on its head. <laughs> yeah, you're right, actually, with that. So it's having turned on its head, we are optimistic that it will make people even more interested in their their health mm. um, and their well-being. Mm. Um, and that they, you know, they might find some some of the drivel that we go on about yeah. sometimes well, also, a little bit more I didn't interesting. put this in the talk but I think probably and I was reminded of it this morning because um, Aggie does it because they were talking about making pancakes and she was like oh I haven't uh, fasting even if you just have a feeding window I think giving your body a rest mm. from food to help your immune system is a very good tool at the moment so if you can eat within a window of 8 to 10 hours I think you will be doing your body a huge service and so that normally means that you might have breakfast and a maybe a latish lunch and no supper. Yeah, that's or, probably the best way to do it, but it's not what we do. No, we go the other way. So yeah, we we have a a lunch or a latish lunch and then supper. Yeah, and so we we have the six to eight hours of eating will yeah. be between lunch and supper, yeah. and then we go all the way to mm. lunch, the following lunchtime. Yeah. You do get into the swing of that. Well, I just don't. I think because we're fat burners anyway, we're just not hungry. So I think we don't even. No, it's easier for us. Yeah. So, but uh, we should get Aggie on to talk about it, and maybe because she's not a fat burner by any stretch no, of the imagination. Not at all. But 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 you know, as a tool, even as a even as somebody that eats quite a lot of carbs, it's obviously helpful for her. Mm. You know, just giving your system a rest from food is a very good thing at the moment particularly to help your immune system to give it the chance that it needs yeah yeah happy there we go well um yeah. sorry about that we did drivel on a bit there well we did well you had a, quite a lot of information in your yeah in, in your presentation there yeah. didn't you yeah so um yeah so uh well keep well everyone yeah. and um best of luck with everything yeah yeah we'll see you next time okay yeah bye-bye bye bye